The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's hard to believe, but we're already at the third Sunday of Lent. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, March 3rd, 2024, the third Sunday of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. Today's gospel for the scrutinies speaks to the catechumens who are preparing for baptism. Jesus reaching out to a woman rejected by society offers her a spring of water welling up to eternal life. In the gospel for year B, which we'll hear in just a bit, we see a bit of the human side and, indeed, the righteous anger of Jesus. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we and with Pope Francis, we pray that those who risk their lives for the gospel in various parts of the world inflame the church with their courage and missionary enthusiasm. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, in the Gospel today, you take us to the magnificent temple in Jerusalem. So just for a moment in our prayer, we want to, we want to visualize that. We want to spiritually take ourselves there. And so imagine that you have come to Jerusalem, the holy city, on pilgrimage. And there before your eyes is the magnificent and majestic temple that gracefully rises into the skies, more majestic than anything perhaps you have seen ever. Its expansive base that welcomes pilgrims and traders and even tourists alike all to the holy city to approach the Holy of Holies, the place of sacrifice, the place where God dwells on earth, the place that is so holy that only the high priest can enter once a year. And there he pronounces the holy name of God. And the holy city is, of course, filled with all of the splendor and all of the busyness that we expect in any big pilgrimage site. People that have come from all over Israel, people who have made longer journeys from Egypt, from further afield, all here for the same purpose, to worship the Lord God of Israel. And there you want to make a sacrifice in the same way that all of the other pilgrims are coming, presenting some offering to the Lord. And having carried in your purse the monies that bear the image of Caesar, 
You know that you cannot enter the holy temple of God with a graven image in this coin. And so the money that you will need in order to purchase the offering to be sacrificed, or indeed just any money to put into the coffers of the temple, must be changed. So you see all the money changers gathered around who are ready to perform this service that you are only too grateful for, so that you can get the temple money in order to offer your sacrifice and praise to God. It's even a bit of a novelty. You're looking forward to changing your money, even to see what it's like to participate in this magnificent spectacle that is the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, the place where your ancestors have come to worship, the place that was destroyed by the Babylonians whenever they tore down the city walls of Jerusalem and carried off your people into exile, but majestically rebuilt again generations later. And this temple, which is the symbol of our faith, the symbol of our desire to get closer to you, Lord God, and in order to offer sacrifice, which is our little thing that we can offer to you. And so you turn to look, where will I get my sacrifice, my, my dove to offer, or even my, my sheep in order to be slaughtered, that its blood might atone for my sins, or that it might express something of my gratitude to God for this pilgrimage, or for my family, or for whatever offering that I want to make to the Lord. And all of these animals, the, the sound, the, the smell, it's something different. You hear the, the bleating of the sheep, the cooing of the turtle doves. And these are not just any animals. These are animals that have been prepared in order that they might be fit for worship, that they might be offered to the Lord. These lambs are not just dirty lambs that you could find anywhere in the countryside throughout Israel. They are clean. They are neat. They are ritually good. The priests have signed off on their suitability for the sacrifice. And you could take your pick to find one that's even a little bit fluffier or a little bit plumper because you want the best type of sacrifice for the Lord. So with all of the other pilgrims, you gather here in this temple with that intention of offering praise to God and offering the sacrifice. And then along comes Jesus. He too seems to be rejoicing in the presence of God in this magnificent and holy place. Yet his actions are suddenly very different. He goes and turns over the tables of the money changers, scattering the coins everywhere, both temple coins mixing with Roman coins as it falls upon the earth. You hear its clattering and clanging along the marble tiles that make up this magnificent and beautiful pavement. And then taking a cord that he, he just seems to make, he, he's chasing away all of these animals for sacrifice. And there is total chaos. Where are you going to get the money that you need for the temple? Where are you going to get your animal now that he is cleaning it out? And they are furious. The money changers are shouting with one another as they quickly grab all of the money, taking the coins of others and then blaming Jesus for this, 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 this drama that's happening. And there's animals running everywhere, doves cooing in the air, flying this way, flying that way, sheep going one direction, those who are looking after the sheep racing after them. 
What's happening here? What's happening? Where, where are we going to praise and worship in this moment? And then he says these words. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. And it's not the intention that you came with. Suddenly when you see all of this, this hullabaloo, you see all of this fuss, maybe there's something in that. You've come to worship God, and yet there is so much clutter almost in this holy place. And you might know the reasons why he has done that, but you see suddenly a calm that is restored through his authority. You see that he is the one in charge and he is the one who is directing you through his invitation to right worship. He's cleansing the temple in this moment in order that you can understand something of what it is to truly worship, not to look at these, these means or these instruments, but to come to the Father through him. Jesus, uh, even if we can just imagine this, this scene of the cleansing of the temple, to be with you, maybe we wouldn't have, have, have gotten that far to make that connection. But we see a cleansing of the temple. This is what we understand from this, from this event in order that we can really worship in spirit and in truth. And really when we think about the places that we worship even today, our churches, our homes, they're so full of clutter, sometimes even spiritual clutter that accumulates lots of dirt and is not actually helping us to worship in spirit and in truth. We think of other activities happening in our churches that do not favor or do not promote worship, that are in fact a distraction from true worship. Oh, that you would take a, a cord and you would chase out everything from our churches that is not pertaining to true worship. But lest we kind of quickly run to think of places or, or, or people that are getting in the way, what about our own hearts, the principal place of worship? Is our heart purified, this land? Is it encumbered with things that are getting in the way of true worship? That just in the same way that the, the people in the temple were using what was legitimate and right for the worship of God for their own benefit, perhaps there are things in our hearts that prevent us I'm coming closer to you. Cleanse our hearts, Jesus, this Lent, of our sinfulness. Cleanse our hearts of all of the blockages, of all of the things that are getting in the way of worshipping you in spirit and in truth. Oh, that we could take a cord and chase out all of the things that are getting in our way. And really that we could see this time of Lent as a time of purification. We don't just think of the event of the purifying of the temple as something that happened thousands of years ago, or even think of purifying places of worship today. I think of this as a real purification for our worship, a real place of cleansing within our hearts in order that we can come closer to you this Easter, that this road of Lent will be a kind of a, like a snowplow kind of clearing away all of the debris in order that we can come to Calvary in order that we can come to the empty tomb and that we can experience something of your death and resurrection in our own lives and understand what you have done for us in order that we can truly build your kingdom, in order that we can make good all of the promises that we're making to you now. Purify us, Lord Jesus. Strengthen us in order that we can really worship you in spirit and in truth. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me during this meditation. I ask your help 
to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And there's a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app.
Some beautiful sounds coming from the kids of Fountain View Academy in British Columbia, Canada, when I survey the Wondrous Cross. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the third Sunday of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, Open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come, let Let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him, the dry land too, for it was formed by His hands. Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Come then, let Let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. God, Father, praise and glory, your children come to see. Goodwill and peace to mankind, the gifts your kingdom brings. O most holy Trinity, undivided unity, holy God, mighty God, God immortal. 
Jesus, King anointed, you have redemption won. O most holy Trinity, undivided unity, holy God, mighty God, God immortal be adored. O Holy Ghost Creator, the gift of God most high, life, love, and holy wisdom, our weakness now supply. O most holy Trinity, Undivided unity, holy God, mighty God, God immortal be adored. Day by day, I shall bless you, Lord. Day by day, I shall bless you, Lord. I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great, highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. Age to age shall proclaim your works, shall declare your mighty deeds, shall speak of your splendor and glory, tell the tale of your wonderful works. They will speak of your terrible deeds, recount your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness. Age to age shall ring out your justice. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Day by day, I shall bless you, Lord. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God to make known to men your mighty deeds and glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The eyes of all creatures look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. 
The Lord is just in all His ways and loving in all His deeds. He is close to all who call Him, who call on Him from their hearts. He grants the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and He saves them. The Lord protects all who love Him, but the wicked He will utterly destroy. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless His holy name forever, for ages unending. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, be near to all who call upon you in truth and increase the dedication of those who revere you. Hear their prayers and save them that they may always love you and praise your holy name. The The Lord Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord will feed him with the bread of life and understanding and give him the water of wisdom to drink. From the book of Exodus. Thus says the Lord, Whoever sacrifices to any god except to the Lord alone shall be doomed. You shall not molest or oppress an alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. You shall not wrong any widow or orphan, If ever you wrong them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry. My wrath will flare up, and I will kill you with the sword. Then your own wives will be widows, and your children orphans. If you lend money to one of your poor neighbors among my people, you shall not act like an extortioner toward him by demanding interest from him. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, you shall return it to him before sunset for this cloak of his is the only covering he has for his body. What else has he to sleep in? If he cries out to me, I will hear him, for I am compassionate. You shall not revile God, nor curse a prince of your people. You shall not delay the offering of your harvest and your press. You shall give me the firstborn of your sons. You must do the same with your oxen and your sheep. For seven days the firstling may stay with its mother, but on the eighth day you must give it to me. You shall be men sacred to me. Flesh torn to pieces in the field you shall not eat. Throw it to the dogs. You shall not repeat a false report. Do not join the wicked in putting your hand as an unjust witness upon anyone. Neither shall you allege the example of the many as an excuse for doing wrong. Nor shall you, when testifying in a lawsuit, side with the many in perverting justice. You shall not favor a poor man in his lawsuit. When you come upon your enemy's ox or ass going astray, see to it that it is returned to him. When you notice the ass of one who hates you lying prostrate under its burden, By no means desert him. Help him, rather, to raise it up. You shall not deny one of your needy fellow men his rights in his lawsuit. You shall keep away from anything dishonest. 
The innocent and the just you shall not put to death, nor shall you acquit the guilty. Never take a bribe, for a bribe blinds even the most clear-sighted and twists the words even of the just. You shall not oppress an alien. You well know how it feels to be an alien, since you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Defend the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the the poor and and save them from the grasp of the the wicked. wicked. God shows the poor of this world to be rich in faith. He has given them his kingdom as their inheritance. Rescue the weak and the poor and save them from the grasp of the wicked. From a treatise on John by St. Augustine Bishop. A woman came. She is a symbol of the church not yet made righteous, but about to be made righteous. Righteousness follows from the conversation. She came in ignorance. She found Christ, and he enters into conversation with her. Let us see what it's about, and let us see why a Samaritan woman came to draw water. The Samaritans did not form part of the Jewish people. They were foreigners. The fact that she came from a foreign people is part of the symbolic meaning, for she is a symbol of the church. The church was to come from the Gentiles of a different race from the Jews. We must then recognize ourselves in her words and in her person and with her give our own thanks to God. She was a symbol, not the reality. She foreshadowed the reality and the reality came to be. She found faith in Christ who was using her as a symbol to teach us what she was to come. She came then to draw water. He had simply come to draw water in the normal way of a man or woman. Jesus says to her, Give me water to drink. For his disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman therefore says to him, How is it that you, though a Jew, ask me for water to drink, though I am a Samaritan woman? For Jews have nothing to do with Samaritans. The Samaritans were foreigners. Jews never used their utensils. The woman was carrying a pail for drawing water. She was astonished that a Jew should ask her for a drink of water, a thing that Jews would not do. But the one who was asking for a drink of water was thirsting for her faith. Listen now and learn to who it is that asks for a drink. Jesus answered her and said, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, perhaps you might have asked him, and he would have given you living water. He asks for a drink, and he promises a drink. He is in need as one hoping to receive, yet he is rich as one who is about to satisfy the thirst of others. He says, If you knew the gift of God, the gift of God is the Holy Spirit. But 
he is still using veiled language as he speaks to the woman and gradually enters into her heart. Or is he already teaching her? What could be more gentle and kind than the encouragement he gives? If you knew the gift of God and who it is who is saying to you, give me a drink, perhaps you might ask and he would give you living water. What is this water he will give if not the water spoken of in Scripture? With you is the fountain of life. How can those who feel thirst, who will drink deeply from the abundance in your house? He was promising the Holy Spirit in satisfying abundance. She did not yet understand. In her failure to grasp his meaning, what was her reply? The woman says to him, Master, give me this drink so that I may feel no thirst or come here to draw water. Her need forced her to this labor. Her weakness shrank from it. If only she could hear those words, Come to me, all who labor and are burdened, and I will refresh you. Jesus was saying this to her so that her labors might be at an end. But she was not yet able to understand. Jesus cried out, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Streams of living water will flow from the heart of whoever believes in me. He was speaking of the Spirit, who would be received by those who believed in him. Whoever drinks the water I shall give will never be thirsty again. He was speaking of the Spirit, who would be received by those who believed in him. Let us pray. O God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer, and almsgiving have shown us a remedy for sin, Look graciously on this confession of our lowliness, that we who are bowed down by our conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for the third Sunday of Lent, March 3rd, 2024. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, in the year B reading, Jesus comes to the temple and finds that it has become a bit of a shopping center. It's from the second chapter of the Gospel of John. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and the money changers at their business. Making a whip of cords, he drove them all with the sheep and oxen out of the temple. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold the pigeons, 
Take these things away. You shall not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for thy house will consume me. The Jews then said to him, What sign have you to show us for doing this? Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. It has taken 46 years to build this temple. And will you raise it up in three days? But Jesus spoke of the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had spoken. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs which he did. But Jesus did not trust himself to them, because he knew all men and needed no one to bear witness of man, for he himself knew what was in man. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app.
The words of that song were inspired by the book of Hosea, the story of a God who longs for his people to return to him. It's sung by John Michael Talbot. It's daybreak for the third Sunday of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church in prayer once again as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. decrees, O Lord, are to be trusted. Your truth is more powerful than the roaring of the seas. The Lord is King, with majesty enrobed. The Lord has robed himself with might. He has girded himself with power. The world you made firm, not to be moved. Your throne has stood firm from of old. From all eternity, O Lord, you are. The waters have lifted up, O Lord. The waters have lifted up their voice. The waters have lifted up their thunder. Greater than the roar of the mighty waters, more glorious than the surgings of the sea, the Lord is glorious on high. Truly your decrees are to be trusted. Holiness is fitting to your house, O Lord, until the end of time. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. All power and all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to you, Lord Jesus. You rule with decrees that are firm and trustworthy. Be with us always, so that we may make disciples whose holiness will be worthy of your house. Your decrees, O Lord, are to be trusted. Your truth is more powerful than the roaring of the seas. Springs of water bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Angels of the Lord bless the Lord. You heavens, Bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. 
all you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. Springs of water, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. All kings and peoples of the earth, give praise to God. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His host. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, shining stars. Praise Him, highest heavens and the waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. He commanded, they were made. He fixed them forever, gave a law which shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, sea creatures and all oceans, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy winds that obey his word, all mountains and hills, all fruit trees and cedars, beasts wild and tame, reptiles and birds on the wing, all earth's kings and peoples, earth's princes and rulers, young men and maidens, old men together with children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he alone is exalted. The splendor of his name reaches beyond heaven and earth. He exalts the strength of his people. 
He is the praise of all his saints, of the sons of Israel, of the people to whom he comes close. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, extolled in the heights by angelic powers, you are also praised by all earth's creatures, each in its own way. With all the splendor of heavenly worship, you still delight in such tokens of love as earth can offer. May heaven and earth together acclaim you as king. May the praise that is sung in heaven resound in the heart of every creature on earth. All kings and peoples of the earth give praise to God. A reading from the book of Nehemiah. Today is holy to the Lord your God. Do not be sad and do not weep. For today is holy to our Lord. Do not be saddened this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. You were wounded for our offenses. Have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Destroy this temple, says the Lord, and in three days I will rebuild it. He was speaking of the temple of his body. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Destroy this temple, says the Lord, and in three days I will rebuild it. He was speaking of the temple of his body. 
Let us praise our loving Redeemer, who gained for us this season of grace, and pray to Him, saying, Lord, create a new spirit in us. Christ, our life through baptism, we were buried with you and rose to life with you. May we walk today in newness of life. Lord, create a new spirit in us. Lord, you have brought blessings to all mankind. Bring us to share your concern for the good of all. Lord, Lord, create a new spirit in us. May we work together to build up the earthly city. With our eyes fixed on the city that lasts forever. Lord, create a new spirit in us. Healer of body and soul, cure the sickness of our spirit so that we may grow in holiness through your constant care. Lord, create a new spirit in us. And now we pause to express our own needs and those of our community. Lord, create a new spirit in us. Let us again offer our praise to God and pray in the words of Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer, and almsgiving have shown us a remedy for sin. Look graciously on this confession of our lowliness, that we who are bowed down by our conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. If you had the opportunity to meet Jesus face to face, surely you'd accept it. But this is even better. You have the opportunity to take Jesus into your very self, body, blood, soul, and divinity at the holy sacrifice of the Mass. Be sure to get there today. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app, you go out, make this a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.